0: Hello everyone and welcome back to Between Realities. How the hell are you? My name is Alex. I am joined here by my co-host Skiva. Skiva, how you doing dude? I'm great man.
1: I'm great. We, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm great. It's been, a, it's been a good two weeks but you know I missed, last week I missed hanging out with everybody. Yeah,
0: so, yeah. We, we missed you guys. Thank mm-hmm. you guys so much for being here. Um, hello to all of our loyal fans who i'm sure were besides themselves last week without an episode but fear not we are here everyone we're together and uh, we are going to have an amazing time this week so thank you so much for joining us lisa vr of course first in the chat as always thank you so much for being a part of the between realities community lisa vr central in the house we got smashed reality in the house um vivian Jason, hello vivian it wouldn't be this this wouldn't be this episode if you weren't here vivian so thanks for stopping by as well who else we got we got sampler 19 in the house thank you so much for being here person person who has been present lately it's been great having person person around for
1: yeah person person dropped in he's been in our discord hanging out and he um get me he got me back into jet island which is a fantastic friggin' VR game. Um, that's really fast, ultra cool. It's like a giant skate park almost with a hoverboard. It's so sick. I have so not sick. played it, so yeah. I'm,
0: I'm gonna need to. Of course, yeah. we have Gamertag VR here. Gamertag! Dude, Gamertag VR, Ooh. now the community manager for XR Games. Hell he yeah! The, the new Zombie Land head yep. shooter game. So congratulations, GT. We are, of course, huge fans, and uh, we're so excited to see what you're gonna do. In the vr community this is amazing uh inside vr martin is here what's up dude good to see you as well and the bearded bard from vr trend magazine he's the homie thanks for being here as well what is up um (laughs) waiting in the wings with us i don't want to waste any time bringing this guy in he is one of the most talented commentators i've ever heard in my life this guy is the founder of v respawn which is a virtual reality esports organization and he has undoubtedly the best fucking hairdo in the vr industry Please, everybody, welcome to Between Realities, Mr. Poonanners. Hey, how
2: you hey. Doing, guys? what is up, dude? You were, you were expecting me to do the thing, right?
0: Uh, yeah, you, you know, well, whatever. I mean, we'll
2: take what we can get. Thanks ah, for being here, on, man. All right. Everybody at the same time, hands on the desk.
0: Um,. <laughs> all right you know everyone at home you can't see we have a we have a really awesome desk here It's for us to reach up on top there's a force field in the way so you know (laughs) it is what it is but this guy punaner is this fucking amazing scene that you see before you believe it or not no green screen can you believe this shit
2: buttons all do stuff
0: Wow! Look at that, dude. Wow. No green screen over there for Poonanners. So that whole thing right there—that is all a set. It's all built in. Like you can set. reach back and touch yep, that those wall. Are,
2: those are four fifty-five inch TVs. Good thing that those—they started printing those things like paper a long time ago, so they are yeah. been very cheap. It <laughs> actually costs more than the TVs. It turns out. Jeez. But oh. the uh, the I was working with green screens at first, and they were just getting to be such a hassle especially whenever you had reflections or you had somebody on set who had literally any green in there or you couldn't get your lighting right. Mm-hmm. I was like, I was like, forget it, we're doing it live.
0: Yep, Yeah, <laughs> fuck it, we're doing it live to fix yeah. the quote for you. <laughs> uh, Robin is here. Hello, Robin. It's good to see you. What's up, Robin? Um, you know, you're not the only one with fancy equipment, all right? I don't know if you guys can hear it yet, but Steve and I fucking upgraded over here. Okay. Oh, yeah, we did. Look at that. We both got our own microphone now. We are rocking these, like, sure. F- X five thousands or whatever the fuck they're called. Like S- I S- recommend
2: sure for mm. audio every day. Dude, yeah.
0: they are really nice. Like yeah. this is the first time that we sat down and used them. But like now we both have our own microphone. Yes. we've got this incredible mixer. Can you can you pick this up? Is it? Can we show it? Uh, yeah. Uh, without, yeah, Without, without yeah. messing Let's things see. up. Let's like like look at this thing. It's, it's kind of bunker. upside down, but it's, it's got lights cool. on it. It's got the RGB going on, and there's all these, <laughs> these buttons there's that we can there. hit on it. It's so sick. By the way, everybody. If you're new to the channel, this is a really good opportunity for you to click the subscribe button. And you know, I would really recommend that you do it because if you don't, Satan himself is going to rise
3: above from hell underneath, and have his demons will make his wallet to fall in the So fucking subscribe, you fools.
0: And I would do that (laughs) if I were you because it will get bad and scary if you don't. <laughs> we got buttons for Alex to fuck with now, yeah, so sorry. shit's going to get weird. Sorry, everybody, but shit is going to get crazy. And thanks <laughs> I, again I, I for I being here. I
2: that microphone because I wasn't planning on using it today.
0: <laughs> thanks again for being here on Between Realities.
1: It's like a uh, like a kid with a with a whole bunch of red buttons in front. Of yeah. he
0: should have never showed me how to do any of this stuff it's going to be way too awesome <laughs> yeah. uh, the, uh, think...
2: the equipment that i use for that is actually a foot pedal about this big with a bunch of buttons on it that sits under the desk Ooh, no it's... shit, foot pedal yeah. well just yeah, as soon uh, digitech vocal 300 it is some old equipment from back in my music producer days well Ooh, just so when, when i thought sits, that we were there. there you know i thought and we were that, there the sure microphone i use for it sits down here because oh. I, I, I don't usually do that anymore, but it's, it just, I never put the equipment away. I just hit the mute button, like, literally before the stream started. It's like, well, I don't want to pick up that.
0: <laughs> What's up, Tones? My bones. Thanks for jumping in here. Did I get the echo down? Are we back to normal yeah. here? Yeah, like, you know, you know, I don't yeah, want yeah, to know. Yeah. Well, this is great. Yeah, and cool. I guess we're going to have to get one of these foot pedal things, too. Uh, <laughs> nah, yeah, you don't need to go, know. go that far. Yeah.
1: I mean, I thought <laughs> we becomes, had a legit setup. It becomes setup, a gimmick but...
2: after a while, and you have to make yourself stop.
1: <laughs> i know it's unlimited stuff you can get for podcasting and vr man very expensive habits I actually
2: i do i do recognize that deck on um when i was looking on amazon because like uh, i mostly work with equipment that we would use on the road and we do like live shows and what have you or any kind of like a uh, uh, production stuff or like a um... local band stuff they used to do back in the day nice and and they had uh these like streamer platforms that were like all touchscreen and rgb and a bunch of like like, the one that you see see yeah and i was like well i have like a lot of channels and i need it to be mostly analog because i don't want to have to fight it yeah i got one that took uh, that had a usb like basically had a built-in sound card so i could plug it in usb into the computer in order to get clean audio Mm -hmm. that lasted all of two months and then it stopped working and ended up having to go a different route. Oh, that's not it, good. It, it, what's funny is I grew up a computer nerd, but when it comes to, to audio, I was like, I can't trust the computer.
1: Yeah, man. Audio's <laughs> tough, man. Audio and lighting is a pain well, in my, the Botox. Lighting
2: was a new thing for me to have to learn. Shout out yeah. to Z Man, uh, part of v Respawn. He's been doing production, like audio visual production for a long time. So he explained a lot of that stuff to us. Hey, uh, what's so up, more Central? Thanks for
0: being here. Yeah, can we get Poon Nanners turned up? Oh, he's uh... a little quiet for us. Yeah. I can turn
2: myself up louder.
1: I yeah. can, maybe I can turn
0: us down to level us out a little bit. We need we need more we need no we need more poo. We more poo. More, well, you just, <laughs> just go to Discord, poo-poo. just turn the meter that way, I guess. We need more poo. We need more nanner. All right,
1: I think I think we're down enough, and he's up enough where we should kind of even
0: out. Okay. Well,
1: you also,
2: get, I can be louder. Like you know, being loud is like ninety percent of what I do.
0: Be louder. Yeah, that's what I've been trying <laughs> to do. Skew is over here
2: trying to fit, make us quieter. My baby's at else's
0: house today. I don't have to worry about waking up no kids. That's nice. right. It's I don't want to be quieter. In fact, make us twice as loud and then make Poonanners three times as loud. Because <laughs> I want to be loud. That's two days. I've been playing like a freaking EDM like, it's
2: going to get louder.
0: <laughs> Obscure Nerd VR is in the house. What's up, Andy? What's up, dude, dude? So good to see you. And Delirium Drew, of course, is
1: here as well. The homie. Yeah, he's yeah. great.
0: Drew's been doing some streaming lately. Yeah, yeah he guys, has. You guys check out Delirium. He's
1: Trump. got like a legit stream setup now, now. You can see him. It's it's really awesome. His quality bar is shooting way up through the roof these yeah, days. Yeah, he's yeah. awesome. And he's yeah. a
0: fucking shredder on D-Saber. Yeah. So, With a
1: lot of games, actually. He's just a he's good just gamer. He's just a good gamer, yeah. Yeah,
0: in general. So listen, we weren't here last week, all right? Guess why? Boom. I got married, everybody. Oh,
3: there it is. Shit. There's a fucking ring on
0: my finger. That's it. It's over, it has been done, and uh, we took the week off. Alex got an upgrade. I got an upgrade, indeed. Oh, there it is. Oh,
3: oh. look at this, what the
0: fuck? Alex VR, that's me, everybody. <laughs> Read him and weep, that is a highlight. Um, that's a screen unlike anything you've ever seen before, and uh, courtesy of Poonaners. <laughs> I'll email <laughs> it to you. <laughs> yeah, email that to me. That's that's like my bump now for my, the videos that I don't make on my channel. Um, <laughs> so we uh, we went to Vegas to do the the Bachelor thing. And I had some friends from all over the country, some friends from Michigan, Florida, different fucking states. Like everybody showed up and uh, we went to Vegas and we did it up pretty legit style. Here's a nice mm-hmm. picture of uh, the Between Realities logo making an appearance on Fremont Street there for you. And uh, I'm pretty sure that was a couple of hours into our nice, light little mushroom trip <laughs> <laughs> that we did. <laughs> We were definitely between realities in Vegas and uh, we ate some magic mushrooms there and um, you know, had a pretty good time for the most part. <laughs> yeah, dude, it
1: was, it was super, it was super awesome. Yeah, it, it really was. was awesome. Way to slide
2: into other dimensions. Oh, yeah. you we know that at uh, the last Oculus Connect that we were at. There was a lot of stress, a lot of things going on. So all the streamers in V Respawn, all the people, they were all just handing me edibles. They was like, hey, it's California. There it is, dude. Cool, oh, at, at one point, I think I was in um, Carmack's unscripted speech and I was just literally sliding through like 35 dimensions uh and then the other guys are like they're they're like we're bored let's go and i'm like and which is fun, it's funny nothing i would ever agree with given carmack being an old programmer and the guy being my hero growing up but in that moment it's like oh no that makes sense yeah, like, yeah <laughs> and, so we left, and i'm handing out wristbands and i'm marking people off for the after party and doing the whole thing but I am gone. And it wasn't till like much later, one of the other guys was just saying, hey, man, didn't seem like those edibles hit you at all. It's like, bro, i was piecing my consciousness back together from vibrations in the universe. You have no idea. I'm like, wow, you can deal. It's like, not my first rodeo. You know,
0: dude, and you know what's something that I realized? <laughs> I only ate a gram, okay, which, you know, if you're unfamiliar, is a pretty small dosage, right? Like one gram of mushrooms isn't a whole lot. Mm-hmm. Um, And I realized that have, had I done any more, I definitely would
2: not have made it out of our hotel room like this <laughs>
0: shit is not to be messed with you know the ability like
2: to figure things out gets hosed yes it's, um if they call it ego death if you take enough i think uh the time i experienced that was seven or eight on some designer shrooms i i i overestimated my my experience a guy for like new year's a long time ago just handed some designer shrooms his buddy grew they were dehydrated which is what i hear you're not supposed to do but he's like eating with peanut butter i'm like i'm fine and then uh, I'm not a, uh, you know, when they say people have common sense, right? Um, I mean, those <laughs> people who know me, I'm, I have autism spectrum disorder, so I don't have any of those things. Everything <laughs> has to be learned, right? So I have to analyze and understand how everything works in order to do it. Right. And shrooms literally just took all that of, of, from me. It was gone. Wow. And so I'm watching people operate four wheelers while they're like, you know, messed up on shrooms. And I was like, you guys are geniuses. Cause I can't understand how my backpack works. Right. <laughs> now
0: we were trying to order an Uber and like got stuck in a hotel lobby for an hour um But yeah, dude. It's I, funny how dumb it I, can make you. It, it really is. And what I realized too is that honestly, it really is spiritual medicine, man. And it like, yeah. it, it yeah. was begging me to go sit by myself. It was like, hey, dude, like you should probably go sit in a quiet room by yourself and close your eyes, you know, and uh, start diving inward. And I was like mm-hmm. fighting that the whole time. I'm like, okay, no, like <laughs> I'm with friends. I'm supposed to do stuff, you know. But like the whole time, it's like, go be by yourself. Go sit down. Go. Go inward, you well, know. Well, that stuff is all
1: about going inward. It's it it's an mm. inside journey and it's not one of those things where you're like, Oh, let's take a bunch of mushrooms and go party. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's yeah. really People like who do that are crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And totally. that's and that's why, why we'll yes.
0: <laughs> and that's
2: why we only did a small dosage. Yes.
0: And that's why we only did a small dosage, because I knew any more than that and we're gonna be we're gonna be <laughs> knocking on the door of, of eternity. <laughs> uh so anyway we did a little mushrooms we went to fremont street as you can see there we had a good time mm-hmm. and then uh we took a couple of days off and then um uh, i mean i was i spent my whole week being busy with friends and family in town and stuff and then of course the wedding was on april what day what uh april 3rd mm-hmm. april you 3rd i remember that date dude. i know <laughs> april 3rd 4 3 2 1 right boom now everyone's <laughs> gonna remember april 3rd <laughs> the 21st here's a beautiful photo of uh Skiva and I there we uh, if, if it wasn't for my dang wife man, man maybe it would have been us that got married so, you know, like we make a beautiful couple don't you okay? look at Dude. us also there's a good there's a good idea of how fucking big Skiva actually is because I'm standing
2: uh,
1: I'm it, squatting man. a little bit too I am squatting a little bit so
2: uh, yeah, yeah so, we so me and Skiva gotta hang out more then huh oh yeah. are you tall too I'm six five yeah oh so right. never... you're you're a shorty. Yeah. So whenever I would, whenever I would do interviews with people like OC6, we'd have to like do a perspective shot. Well, so it didn't look you weird You've got some, yeah. and uh, yeah. skeeva, skeeva will overpower you. So, yeah, dude, it was, a, it was honestly <laughs> oh, he's a fucking... a bigger guy than me, but at least it's less weird.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it <laughs> was true. good shit, dude. True. It was a beautiful wedding, and it was. Uh, it, I, was. it was, like, probably the best day of my whole fucking life. And uh, it, was, it was super emotional, dude. I cried, like, all goddamn day. Oh, here's a photo of my beautiful bride and I cutting the wedding cake for you guys all. Mm-hmm. We're still waiting for, like, actual photos to come back, you mm-hmm. know? So if you guys, uh, like, follow me on Twitter, I might... I might share a few. I don't normally share a lot of like personal photos and stuff like that with like my VR family, but I just got married. So you guys can probably look forward to a couple of those coming out. But yeah, my beautiful bride, Brittany, and I, boom, married, got the ring on, dude. And that's that. So, uh, you know, we don't like to take a week off, but feel like uh Yeah, it was justified. It was a justified time yep. to do it's it. It's a week well fair. spent, I think. Yeah. yeah, absolutely, man. So now we're just kind of getting back into life and uh we're doing so with these brand new fucking spanking exciting microphones and this awesome mixer and poonanners on the line with us. And <laughs> fuck man, things could be worse. You know what I mean?
1: And we got a lot of codes to give away today too. I mean we're you know, we'll we'll give away a few games here and there and then afterwards, uh maybe go check Discord. There'll be some codes in there as well. So you want games? We got games, yo. We got some
0: games. I, yep. I might drop one in the chat here in a yep. little while. So thank you guys so much, everybody in the chat, who are congratulating me. I love you guys. Um, it was awesome. And, uh, you know, I should probably move on before I start getting
3: a little emotional. You know
0: what I mean? <laughs> so who nanners? He yes. is a dude, okay? And he's a dude <laughs> who fucking knows his eSports and uh, who knows his VR. Maybe, uh, maybe someone is, is just now meeting you, Poonanner. So I would love if you could kind of give us just a little bit of background, right, on you and on VR, on, on V Respawn. And as you're doing so, I gotta learn about this name, right? Because Pooh nanners, okay. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that if it triggers the same thing for everybody else, but when I hear Pooh nanners, I'm thinking about they
2: they are close. I hear pussy,
0: you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like that's what close. I'm thinking about when uh, I think the about Pooh nanners. First
2: time I heard Poonaners, nanners, so like that's another thing thing with the whole like autism <laughs> thing. When I hear words that are weird or sound funny, they rattle around my head and I can't get them out, and uh, or I'll just start blurting them, or they become like. Just a dumb thing that I do. I know the other day I was watching a YouTube video where the person kept, kept saying, Okay, so here's the thing. She said that, and then now I hear it everywhere I go when I find myself saying it, like I just I hang on stuff. So in this particular case, it was high school shop class, and I, I grew up in the middle of nowhere, Texas. And generally you would hear people say, Stop horsing around, right? That's generally what people would say if they want you to stop fighting. In shop class, where you know, horsing around is more dangerous, this backwards shop teacher, he'd say, Y'all stop that poonaners, someone gonna lose a hand. And that word <laughs> stuck in my head and just kept rattling around that the cat Poonaners, like I couldn't let it go. And then um I started noticing that like the uh the jock types in school when they would get up from like their chair, they'd slap their chair and say Poonanters. And they get up and walk away. And I was like, what the hell does that mean? And somebody says, Oh, that's his seat safe. Because that means he's gonna kick your ass <laughs> if you uh take a seat. And I'm like What the hell does Poonaners mean? (laughs) And so I had to, like, figure it out on my own. And I was like, okay, maybe what they're saying is that Poonaners is, like, something really stupid that's going to end in people being maimed, I guess. So, like, you know, if you don't stop the Poonaners, you're going to lose a hand. And Poonaners is what will happen if you take the seat. Maybe that's what it is. And I don't know. And then later on, (laughs) that wasn't my gamer handle for uh, – I never used it. But I was playing uh, with a bunch of friends that I've been playing video games with since, like, uh, Unreal Tournament 2003. Oh, nice. Yeah, buddy. Unreal Tournament. I love that. They wanted to play Planetside 2. And I was like, I never played Planetside 1, but okay. And (laughs) they wanted to play each faction. So the first faction had my regular gamer tag that everyone knew me by. And then the next character, they have to be, we were on a different server, a different faction. But this is the first time I run into this problem that your character name has to be unique across all servers. And I'm like, well, that's lame. And my brain just said, Poonanners. And I was like, okay, Poonanners and then just kept playing and and didn't really think anything of it. My friends stopped playing. I kind of kept coming back to it. I found that I had more fun when I was just drinking and using proxy chat to just hang out with people and be goofy. And then next thing I know, we just started like getting drunk enough to have like sing-alongs and karaoke, (laughs) and then I just started, I just slipped into this impression of the monster truck rally commercials that I grew up with my entire life. And then we just started dialing it up and trying to make it like crazier. Oh, that's fun. Holy shit, all right. We got got a news alert here, everybody. (laughs) Yeah, 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 Uh, yeah, you know, it's Texas. There's always somebody stealing something. (laughs) Anyway, so the uh, this, I trying to remember where I was going with that one. Okay, yeah, so we were playing, and we were singing and having fun, and then I was doing this Monster Truck Rally voice, and then I just kind of kept, as I do with everything in life, I do it overboard. So I was like, well, you know, if I'm going to do this, I might as well bring in my vocal effects processor so I could do all the voices from the commercial, you know, with a go doubler and super deep and, you know, far away (laughs) echo. Like, so I was doing that. That's what this FX pedal is doing there. And then I was like, well, you know what? I need sound drops. So I was bringing that in, had eagle screes and explosions. And I was like, you know what? I, I should mix it with the, the freedom rhetoric that you see that video games will make fun of. Like, my favorite one was like Broforce. Oh, I time. love that game. And so, so everything was all like shotguns and freedom and explosions. And people were just digging the character. But the impression got to be so good that people thought I was recording. And, like, in the middle of me doing my spiel that sounded like a recording, I'd have to jump over and say their name and incorporate it to what I was saying. Like, I was really in the zone with the stuff that I would do. And, but I did all that under the character named Poonander. So I was then popularized under that name. So it kind of got stuck. And then we were doing uh, esports shows around uh, Planetside 2 battles. And uh, we did a, a world record match where Dennis showed up for, like, most number of people in FBS Game. Uh, you can find um, some video that people clipped together of me casting that one really drunk. Uh, I had this ability in proxy chat uh, for that game where I could just do that voice, and, and I would play, like, you know, like, small bits of music, like, you know, uh, 1985 hairband metal stuff, uh, mostly Motley Crue, but just a little bit just to get people pumped up while I'm doing voice stuff over the top of it, like it's a radio DJ, but instead I'm talking about freedom and shit and people were loving it and all and you would actually see the tide of battleship i would just do that and like what would be essentially a stalemate they would just (laughs) it would roll over and i started getting so good at it that the rolls started happening faster and faster to where it looked like i wasn't actually doing it at all and it was like people just knowing i was there since they had seen previously that they won that they became even more brazen with their attacks one guy was saying that my voice literally increases his adrenaline and thus increases his accuracy. And people was like, yeah, Poonanders are in the uh, squad means plus two to accuracy. Holy shit. And then so... it got to be where people would say it in Yellchat, They're like, Poonanders is here. And the other team in yell chat would say, bye. Like, they would just leave. They're like, I don't want to even deal with this. Wow. And um, yeah, like I'm a little like rocket. I would uh, I would log into the server. I'd have my drink like uh, Crown and Coke, big old Stein of it. And I would have all my stuff set up ready to go. I'd fire up the stream. And then I would say, where's the biggest fight? And I'd press, you know, instant action to drop on it. So you're dropping out of a metal drop pod. And while it's going, I held down the proxy button, and I'd fire up a, it's your one-way ticket to midnight. Falling (laughs) heavy Metal. And, like, you can hear it, like, falling out of the sky. It's getting closer. I smack the ground. I do the eagle scream. I'm like, somebody call for a bastard. (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> Yo. I'm just like, and it's like, it was really funny, because the fight would be going nowhere like literally nowhere like a bio lab, like they're just stuck in there, they're just farming. People are just trying to you know, get their certs. They're not really trying to win, but they probably couldn't if they wanted to, because they're just pinned in there. And like my, my thing hits the ground. I get half a sentence out, and then the space the is destroyed. And I'm like, okay, were they, were they about to do that, And I just showed up, but like everybody's wow. just giving me credit for that,: no, but you it get 100 percent credit. It became a thing where people knew that that's what was gonna happen. So they would all just jump the gun faster and faster to where I actually didn't get to enjoy it anymore because it was really fun, me charging into the fight, getting murdered, then getting picked up by medics as the frontline advances and just continuing doing that and leading like locusts across the land. But they started moving so fast and they introduced redeploy side, which is where everybody just redeployed everywhere. There's no more real land battles and it kind of just got boring. Uh, But VR was coming out and I had some friends who were gonna get like the uh, CV-1 and i was uh i'm older and i was around for vr during the uh, late 80s and early 90s i tried out some like you know micro uh display headsets uh, playing descent two and oh descent two in vr yeah on a three dollar headset at um an incredible universe when i was coming through for a state programming contest cool and i was like oh this is great never be able to afford it but awesome uh but yeah so i thought i was like you know what i'm gonna wait for the second generation headset to come out i'm not gonna get the first generation and a bunch of my buddies were getting them, and I was like, I'm not going to get left out. So I tried to place my order, and if you remember, those of you who placed your order for CV1s, it was a, it was a mess. <laughs> it didn't really quite work out the way you would have liked it to. And mm-hmm. so mine was getting, like, ba- my, my order was getting pushed and pushed and pushed, and I was like, well, I'm not going to get left out. So I also placed an order for a Vive. My Vive literally arrived a week before the CV1. Oh, wow. So I had both of them going, and I was impressed at, like, just the one-to-one tracking on the controllers for the Vive. I was like, as somebody who's a longtime programmer, I was like, how am I not seeing any of this delay? how yeah <laughs> like, and, and, and when you got your long, rift amazing. right
1: there was there was no motion controls at that point you it came with an xbox well, controller. Well, the cv1 right? for the, the, CV1. Vibe, the right. vibe had
2: motion control. right yeah. right So yeah. the, my vibe came in first the uh, cv1 we kind of just messed around with it a little bit, although I did get into playing Blaze Rush, and while I was playing oh. Blaze Rush, I would do that voice, like as a Dude. commentator for the cars that are going along, and people would love
1: Where that Where is that game on the Quest? I feel like that game would destroy on the Quest, right? You all, for anyone that hasn't played it, right, you're kind of looking down at this course of cars, and it's almost like Mini Motor X, but way, way better. And um and kind of like Mario Kart built in a little bit, where you're shooting your friends' cars, and just fantastic game. I really I think like
2: that Blaze game. Rush. Appeals more to us adults because it's nostalgic as hell. Like you're playing it, you're just like yeah. this is what I imagined I was doing with my Hot Wheels cars. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, or this like exactly. RC program the on right Nintendo. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I love the way that that game made me feel. But yeah, you're right. I'm surprised yeah. somebody hasn't tried to do more with that. I think they might have just put it on the PlayStation Store, and they were just like, you know what, here's mm. the money. Well, I remember when they they,
1: they they ported it to the Go. Right, the Oculus Go, and oh, they did, why, yeah. Which is crazy that's that they crazy. never bothered bringing it over to the Quest, because that's where the money's at, right? If you're a developer and you want to make some money, you're going to the Quest. Mm-hmm. So
2: I don't know. what have to look into that. Yeah. Like, why you guys leaving? Well, it's like um, Bullfrog who got sold out to EA. Everybody wants a new Dungeon Keeper game, and they're just not putting one out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> who doesn't want more Dungeon Keeper? That yeah. game is hilarious.
1: Yeah, and then another <laughs> game that that I always say needs to come to the Quest is Brass Tactics. Um, you know, I've been playing that actually more lately again. My buddy, uh, one of our Patreons, uh Jonathan Zug. Uh, we just that game, man. So brass tactics is a real-time strategy game mm-hmm. where you're you have a table in front of you and you're placing, you know, uh, little little buildings. We, we and worked you're... with them at V
2: response Oh dude, such an incredible <laughs> yeah, game. Yeah. We and we really like the game. But on it the quest. was it was kind of niche, like it wasn't it just didn't it didn't reach a broad audience. And a lot of VR yeah. games are like that. Like it's just really hard to capture. What it is people want and for my money uh the the game that would have easily captured everything would have just been them doing what vivecraft did did, but just put it on the freaking quest just with the motion controls, like where i can literally climb and swim and do everything Mm -hmm. and uh you know you know microsoft is not giving up that easy (laughs) (laughs) no 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 no. you guys ain't getting this we know what powerfulness this is (laughs) but valheim they got a mod out for valheim no motion controls just yet but i've been a fan of valheim uh very recently and uh, I'm, I'm very interested to uh, fire up the VR mod, if anything, just to see how things look in VR. Dude, that team I do want is doing
0: culture. some shit. They're doing more than Val, Valheim right now. There are, there are a, there's a squad of people right now who are doing flat screen games to VR, Valheim being one of them, Breath of the Wild being another one of them. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I'm familiar
2: with those guys too. I saw you guys have a conversation, but yeah, the Breath of the Wild is, I mean, Valheim is pretty much just inspired by Minecraft and Breath of the Wild. And mm-hmm. that's the only reason why I even like Valheim is its adjacentness to Breath of the Wild, which is probably the best game I've ever played. I didn't think they could actually make me like um, Zelda again. I was always a big Zelda fan. Skyward Sword came out, and I just wasn't interested. Mm. And then uh, then my brother and my best friend, they were all like, dude, you have to play Breath of the Wild. I was like, I don't want to. And they're like, look, we're mailing you a Wii U in the game. Just play it. And so I played it, and I was like, oh, this game is amazing. Like, it's, just, it's, it's like you're in a Hayao Miyazaki movie at some point. And which is really funny, the developer says, "Yeah, that was on purpose. That's what we were going for." Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, uh, yeah. That so game the whole time Same. I was playing it, though, when after VR came out, me and my friends were just like, "Dude, this game needs to be in VR. Like, if anything, just to ride a bicycle around in it." Dang. Well, and now I yeah.
1: guess
0: Giva, you didn't play Brother the Wild, so you might as well just wait for the fucking VR mod at this no, point. No,
1: right? I well, so I played. Yeah, I played. A, I played. A, I went through two of the the big beasts, oh, and then so I stopped okay. at that point because there were some VR games that came out, and I had to put. I had to put. Yep. <laughs> yeah.
2: It's yeah. a hard game to put down. It <laughs> is. It is.
1: But, you know, if anything can make me put down a Zelda game, it's VR.
2: Well, yeah. you're right. Flat, you flat games flat games kind of yeah. suck in that regard. It's they really do, hard. Yeah. It's really <laughs> funny when I see on Reddit flat gamers talk about, like, uh, this game doesn't have enough immersion or this ruins immersion. It's like, how can you guys even use the word immersion? that's totally a VR word. Why are it y'all is, using right? that word? It's not. Immersion's not possible through, a, through a, a window that doesn't. Even windows have 3D. You're looking at a painting
0: that moves. <laughs> right. Yeah, the only way to do it, and this is something I'm surprised we actually haven't seen a little bit more of, would be head tracking in comparison to a screen. Because like that's what I saw first mm. when I initially started getting involved in any of this stuff, is I saw head tracking before I saw head-mounted displays. So head tracking on a screen, like it's like looking through a window, and if you move your yeah. head, the things on screen could move and, and can provide depth to the image. So. You know, that would possibly be a way to do it without being in VR, but nobody ever did that. So,
2: Well, the biggest thing they should add, if anything, for those flat gamer guys is just a little bit of 3D tracking on your head. So it's really funny. So you guys know, like, the whole foveation thing, right? Your eyes move around, and that's literally how your brain constructs the image. You don't realize that your head makes these also very small movements, and, or that's how you tell three-dimensionally where something is. There is stereo location, but it's not perfect. And your head ends up just doing these small little movements as sound is coming mm-hmm. in. It's very quick. But that's how you know where something is. And that's why in VR, when you hear a sound, you know exactly where that sound is. And you could use a flat game who's using the exact same 3D audio generation technology and high end headphones, and you still are, you could ballpark where it is, but you don't know exactly where it is. Mm-hmm. And it's just because you don't, people don't realize that there's little head movements that your head's doing in order to suss out where something is. And I was like, I, when I play a flat game that doesn't have that head tracking for the audio, now my ability to take that approximation that stereo gives you and know where it is has become so bad because I'm so used to the way it is in VR that I can't even I can't even hold my own in those flight games spatial like. VR, like, spatial senses, audio. Like they sounded like they were everywhere I don't know how you spatial <laughs>
0: audio blows my goddamn mind yeah. still mm-hmm. to this day like and even the simplest implications of it like if I'm playing a VR game and there's a stereo on over there and it's getting louder as I get closer to it and then I like walk past it and mm-hmm. I can hear it behind me like that just fucking blows my mind man. I know. I it blows know. my
2: mind a game. You're playing yeah. a game and they they bothered to uh put Doppler effect in there as well. Yeah. <sighs> so good. All right, so hey, so we're a little off we we got a little off now, but I feel Always. like
0: we were about I feel like we were about yes. to kind of hear the birth of uh of VR. Yes. Yeah,
2: yeah. So we got we got got a bit into VR. So that but that was also explaining what was happening. So I was right. getting into VR and I was already doing like esports related stuff and uh I saw an E3 video of Echo Arena. And I was like, oh, this is the game. Like, I was so excited and just just basically uh, drooling at the mouth to get my hands on this game. Saw that they were going to have this beta you could sign up for. So I was all about that life. And got in there was immediately playing that game. And was immediately really good at it as well. And because uh, like I just, my brain can learn stuff really, very quickly. It's uh, once everybody has the same amount of hours in a game, or once everybody has access to infinite hours in a game, I'm toast, because I just can't commit <laughs> that kind of time. But the same amount of hours, I do well really uh um, off the bat. That's why, like, uh, the Population 1 beta, everybody had the same amount of hours. Who's oh, at the yeah, top of the dude, leaderboard? you were shredding. This guy. You were well, shredding. They said, oh, we can't wait to see you at the top of leaderboards. It's like, no, when you guys can commit 80 times the hours of me, I'm going to be nowhere near the leaderboard. <laughs> <laughs> I just can't do it. Um, I was like, I got a baby, man. Um, but, yeah, so, so I was having a lot of fun playing that game. And then I was doing the same thing I was doing playing side 2. I was like, well, I'm going to drink. And then you realize you're sweating to death and you're basically giving yourself heat stroke in that game. So you keep water and a towel nearby. And it's like, well, I can't drink as much. Or when I get tired because I'm old, was like I'll sit down and drink and I'll just go into the practice area. And I'll get the new players and we'll show them how to do stuff and that was kind of working and then i remembered i was like you know what i've always found in planet side 2 that gives people motivation is just doing that radio dj commentator voice that gets people excited to hear their name and that they're doing something right i'll do that and i'll just kind of impromptu arrange matches against people i know who know how to play like two people that have been playing for a while and then like six people who just started and then like uh, in my commentator like voice where i'm doing analysis literally what i'm doing is i'm just telling them that this is the new tr- technique they should work on in order to help them overpower these guys. Because I mean, it's six to two. And so we were doing that back and forth. And I'm just cracking jokes. And we're just having a fun. It's really great flow. And the community manager, uh, Lil Trash Panda, was actually in there watching. And she's laughing. I, I hear other people laughing, but I, I, I'm focused on the game. And what she did was they, she was at work at Ready at Dawn Studios. So she just like, lifts her headset up and she's like, here's the lobby ID. Developers come in. And they started piling in to the lobby. And they are hanging out with her. And watching and just laughing, and then she says, and I was actually I think streaming at the time too. I just fired it up just for fun, and because uh, like no no one was watching Echo Arena streams, <laughs> right? <laughs> and um, she said you've got to be our commentator for this uh, esports league we're going to do with Intel in a partnership with Intel. And I was like, hey. Huh? So I literally mm. that's when I stopped commentating and I floated over to her, and I had her you know tell me more. Yeah, I'm on the Discord, blah blah blah. And it was like the time that I actually bothered to even make a Discord account was to join the Echo Arena Discord. And, uh, but people promise in entertainment, people promise me stuff all the time and never deliver. So, <laughs> since I had video of it, I cut it out and then like tweeted <laughs> to Adam. I was like, I was like you said it, you can't unsay it. <laughs> <laughs> and um, <clears throat> next thing I know, uh, they were flying me out to Ready at Dawn to do their launch video for them that they're posting on Facebook. Had a whole production crew out there. And it was wow. just because, you know, uh, Oculus didn't know me from Adam at the point at the time. So, they just wanted to see it. I was like, does this guy even know how to do? On camera, is he just a voice on thing? I was like, "Yes, I know how to do it on camera. I know how to do it on stage. My parents made us all do it when we were young. Uh, that's why my masking is not terrible uh, for somebody with autism. And it's just, you know, just beat into me at a young age. <laughs> um, but you s- talk to me long enough, you're like, 'That didn't. That, why did you say that?'" <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. So, so uh, they did that. I got to meet the head of Oculus Studios, uh, David Yee. He really liked me. Um, he brought it back to oculus and intel and they were like cool and then pushed it on esl esl weren't big fans of having to work with somebody that wasn't one of their friends they're very nepotistic over there uh but you know i kind of won them over at least the first season most of the people that worked there unfortunately the second season they replaced all the people but i digress Mm -hmm. uh the 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 birth of v respawn was shortly after that i'm talking to people about VR esports and these competitions and all these things that are coming up and i'm i'm doing commentary for other competitions like um Gearbox had a thing up in Dallas where they were doing a big uh, they were trying to do their own thing like dream hit, right they were trying to get that started and they uh, had brought us all out there to do VR and a VR competition in oh god I can't remember the name of the game it's like Servios's big hit what was the name of that game again
1: Creed rise to glory no or? no
2: no 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 no, no. Their the first one like 2016 oh, vibe. oh like the, was the,
1: the racing one um, no, no 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 it's a shooting it's a first person shooter game Face Junk- Star uh, raw data Dated, thank yeah,
2: you. Yeah. Yeah, it was the first massive game. Best thing that was on any of the VR platforms like 2016. It was great. And uh, so we did that. We were having people who were used to playing Quake and Quake Tournament, whatever, having them play against each other. It's funny. They immediately figured out how to teabag each other. Like, they just went right <laughs> to their heads. And this one guy was playing against his kid and was torching his kid. But, it's, and, but his kid was really young. But after a minute, it clicked with his kid how to play. And his kid, at some point, was murdering people so quickly, he stopped using weapons and started punching people to death. Of course, his dad dad had a bail, but it's like, but yeah, (laughs) and I know in that moment, that's when I noticed that the younger kids, their brains process and understand the new reality of uh, VR physics faster. Yeah. And so I was saying the same thing in Echo Arena. It's like, you know, these kids are going to take over. All the older guys told me I didn't know what I was talking about. And now like the top team are like, like, Um, but moving there, I would tell people about these competitions and they would have never heard of it. No one knew what was happening. Nothing was good. There was no information getting out. They would learn about three months after the fact. There was no real good advertising on anything. And so uh, me and Stealth Shampoo and a bunch of other people who had uh, competed earlier in a Servius competition, um, uh, which I ended up winning. And the computer powers these TVs right now. Nice. Um, we wanted to get back together at E3. And we wanted to find people who were doing VR games and doing eSports. And we were going to uh help give them tips and tricks because there were a lot of games that were supposed to be competition that were going to be marketed to esports but these guys just didn't know how it works in vr uh how how to get in touch with the communities like the games were falling flat and so we're like we're gonna get these guys early and we're gonna help them out uh like one of the first guys we met were um the guys who did final assault like we were talking to the guys before they were even telling me about their game about how to do it right and how to how to get in there um but that's what we were doing. And then I saw David E, the guy from the studios, who I'd built a good uh, relationship with. He was there uh, doing a thing with Facebook Gaming, and I talked to him about it. I was like, hey, you guys need to put together like a channel or some kind of central place where people can get news about VR, esports. It's like, because people aren't finding this information, they don't know anything. And he said, well, here's the problem. The market right now, this is why like, commercials and stuff like that don't really work. The market runs on authenticity. And the problem is, is that if we funded something, people would call the people doing it. We could afford to do this. We can make it happen. But if people would say, "Everybody's a Facebook shill," and they would tune out. They would have nothing to do with it. They wouldn't care. He's like, "You need authenticity. You need somebody with a real passion for the stuff." And they got to kind of do it on their own. And he's like, "And right now, that's you." And he's like, "He's like, we'll support you. Like, we'll enable you any way you want to." He's like, "But, but you're gonna have to do." I was like, oh, that seems like a lot of work. <laughs> it is a lot so of work. <laughs> I told Stealth about it, and we started v respawn. and the original intent was we're just going to make a YouTube channel where we're just going to round up all the VR eSports news, and it was like, that'll be it. And then a guy named Bro, who was a big guy in the Pavlov community, he was uh, getting his degree in, like, journalism. And he's like, you know, you need to have a website where you have articles and stuff like that. So I was like, okay, fine. And so I just threw something together, and he started writing articles on it and started getting uh, Pesky Cashew and other people to write articles. And um, I had mentioned during one of our YouTube videos to stealth, because uh, 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 OC5 was coming up, and I was going to be doing commentary for it. And I was mentioning how every eSports event that I, VR eSports that I went to, and at that point, I had been to every one. I was the only one who'd been to every one. Um, that every one of them, we always have an after party with all the players and, everybody and developers. And um, a lot of times, it's like impromptu. Like, we're like, oh, let's all go to this bar. Let's all do this. And then the kids get left out because we're going to a bar um or that i'll just like you know it's all meet in the hotel lobby and i'll order a bunch of pizzas a lot of the times it's like literally me just spending my own money to throw like an after party for everybody because it's just we want to keep it going we want to keep having fun with everybody Mm because you you develop these social relationships through vr uh that are really strong much better than it is in flat games where you all just kind of low-key hate each other right (laughs) especially if you're playing like call of duty yeah so as opposed to in vr most people like each other to to some degree Um, i would say we all love each other I had said, "I was like, <laughs> we need to have a big yeah. after party for OC Five, and um, and Stealth, who was getting, who was getting his degree in like um, media and marketing, all that stuff like that. Like he's he's studying, you know, he's studying the rules, and he's like, well, you know, you're not supposed to announce stuff like that until you actually have something ready. And I was like, yeah, but you know, who makes those rules, right? <laughs> I'm I'm gonna announce it right now. I'm gonna make something happen, even if we have to like you know, rent a room at, like a Dave and Buster's." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm putting my own money in. I'll reach out to some devs I know and see uh, what will happen. And uh, I, I'd already booked, like, I, uh, for like two grand, I could easily get like a, a small room at like a Dave and Buster's kind of thing. And we were looking at that. And then uh, I mentioned it to David and I said, Would it be okay if I reached out to the devs? Because I don't want to do this, you know, without you knowing I'm planning on doing this And he's like, Yeah, go ahead. And I did that. And I reached out to all the devs who normally get back to me and they were like, Ghosting me like dead silent, radio silence and I was like, "Why are they not?" I was like, "Are you just say no?" Fine. And then I asked one of them because I, I when I ask somebody something and they don't respond, like I literally will not follow up with you because I don't want to be a nag, right? Yeah. And as this I lost a lot of friends that way. <laughs> but it just you know, I it's crazy. A they, lot of people responding. do
1: that, right? They they don't answer. They don't say no. They just
2: I'm don't you say anything. Generally, you don't have to. Yeah. maybe kind of like But if you don't ever follow <laughs> up, like I'm not gonna, I'm not yeah. gonna come back at you. And so, one of them, I just like, hey, dude, what's the deal? And they're like, well, we asked David if it was okay, and he told us that uh, to not do anything just yet. And I was like, what the hell, David? (laughs) So I reached out to David. He's like, dude, what the hell? And he's like, well, you know, I mentioned it to uh, Oculus, and they said, or to Facebook, and they said they wanted to just pay for it, and we're just trying to figure out the paperwork for it. So they were just gonna just give me money outright. (laughs) And they're like, but it's like, but don't tell me you don't have to tell anybody we're involved. Just put your name all over it. It can all just be you. And I was like, no, no, I don't work that way. I don't, I don't, I'm not a take all the credit guy. (laughs) can't do that. (laughs) Um, So like everybody would, I think uh, Onward had a big show in that one. So I had told uh, Dante about it as well. Dante was excited because it was like his game that, you know, I mean, he learned a program from YouTube in high school and his game was doing so well that he was going to get to perform on this million dollar stage at uh, Oculus uh, like their game was and it was going to be huge. So he was excited. He was inviting a bunch of his friends, and he was sending money my way. And it's like I told him we were pr- bi- printing up a big step and repeat, which is something Stealth Shampoo had to teach me. I had no idea. I'm not a media guy um, for pictures and what have you. And so we get all this ready. Uh, Stealth had scouted out a place. It was Improv in San Jose, um, and we got we got all the money and everything all sorted out. Everybody's names on stuff, um, servios, and everybody just whoever wanted their name on the step and repeat was all set up and ready to go. And I know that the uh, we had the big. Uh, showing, uh, this is where I told you, like, I was just, um, no, that one, uh, that one, I, w- I wasn't on edibles because I had to perform. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So, that one, I was fine. I was performing, <laughs> but I was tired and fairly stressed out because there's just a lot of things going on at, like, the last minute. Like, at one point, Oculus has me go to, like, some pizza place. I can't remember what it's called. Some popular pizza place down there and, like, literally write a, uh, or uh, have them run my credit card for, like, $600 <laughs> for the pizza. I was like, <laughs> knock it out. Um, yeah, so it was just a, a lot of stuff was going on. And uh, but then I noticed that he took me by the San Jose place so I can meet the staff and what have you, uh, but like a day or two before the event and talk about when we were gonna bring stuff down. And I saw Bert Kreischer's name was on the uh, marquee. And I said, Huh, I wonder if we can get him to come to the party. And while I was figuring that one out, handing out wristbands and handling my um my RSVP application, uh where people are messaging with it and also doing commentary, um one of the servios competitors came up to me and you know he knew about the after party and we knew him pretty well and he said uh he's like hey you see burke crashers playing there." I was like yeah he's like, he's like i'm gonna go see him you want to and i was like bro i don't have time but i'd love to but i can't he's like well i'm gonna go see him he's like i'm gonna invite him to the after party and i was like oh sweet i needed to figure that out and you literally just volunteered before you handled <laughs> and and what was funny is he got in line he asked our burke come. he's like he's like oh the staff already invited me to stay and i love vr stuff so. done Crasher so was at a party lots more guy than you think <laughs> that's cool real well, quick yeah. we'll, we'll uh, yes, do a fun. shout out for uh mateo
0: 311 who joined us in the chat the homie who's, what's up mateo uh, working with alongside a swarm which just had a, a release this week which is extremely yeah exciting. everybody's been talking about that um lipnox vr also slid into the chat good to see you lipnox how's it going dude and uh zombie gaming came and went <laughs> It's sorry, I
1: a, sorry a, I fucking didn't have the thing Jesus muted. Christ. Sorry. And then Bo <laughs> Bonatti, Bo Bo hi Bo Audi.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for being here as well. <clears throat> now, I uh, I want to fast forward to OC6 because yeah, that's where I was going next. OC6. You guys <laughs> were like a fucking force at OC6. Like I went to OC6, I didn't know anybody there, you know, but I did see this like swarm of, no pun intended, right? of, like, pink and blue jerseys cruising around, like, impossible to ignore the V-Respawn group. It was, (laughs) dude, and, like, I didn't even know Vivian at the time, and I've told the story on the show before, but I'm just walking by with my microphone and my shirt that says Alex VR on it. I don't know Vivian. I do not know who she is. She looks over and sees me, grabs me by the shirt, pulls me into this huge group of people. She's like, what's up, everybody? This is Alex, and, like, introduces me like we've been fucking friends for years. You know, like, I literally did not know who she was. (laughs) So, uh, anyway, it was amazing. And Sorry. Um, I was lucky enough to get my hands on one of those V-Respawn after-party wristbands for OC6. And we went to this fucking
2: epic uh, it was a baller arcade party, yeah. bar. Holy crap. That's, that's almost, I would say that's about 90% stealth shampoo, that planning there.
0: It was so sick, dude. Like, I mean, you're we're just walking around. Like, everybody who was at OC6 is there. You know, there's the the Beat Saber developers. There's Nathan and his bro. There's, like... Uh, you know, Lucas and Aiden Wolf, like these AR developer guys, like everybody is just fucking yeah. chilling, hanging
2: out, and having a good time. It was a baller party. Tossing yeah. cocktails. And back. I'm, I'm outside just trying to get stragglers to spend most of that party outside. Dude, it was so
0: great. <laughs> I loved it. That was such a great I, time. I kept
2: getting random people from Facebook that were just saying, like, they were at a different party and they had heard from somebody that was there that this is the party to be at. And, uh, <laughs> and I was like, well, you know, RSVP, blah, blah, blah what do you do? And, uh, and they're like, you know, I was like, well, you were on Facebook and you weren't invited. I was like, well, you know, Talon is technically the one who handled the payment for this one and he works for Facebook. So if you want to yell at somebody put hey, Talon under the bus, he can handle it. Talon's a good people. Uh, <laughs> but but yeah, just it was funny. Uh, and I remember one of the Facebook developers i like, what is it like having like the you know, the biggest party, the best party, like everyone's talking about it, the biggest party at Oculus Connect. And i was like, I don't know, I'm not in there. <laughs> yeah, right.
0: <laughs> Dude, it was sick. I had such a good time. I got a little bit tossed too, actually. Yeah, I had yeah. a few drinks myself.
2: <laughs> See, what was funny was in San Jose we had straight open bar, right? And people were mostly just drinking beer. I guess they didn't know they could get liquor. They had waitresses; they just come bring it out to you. And I remember in front of uh, Rukafel, I ordered I, like I because I spent most of that one outside too. And I came in to do we're like a oh, thank yous and announcements, like at the very tail end of it. And so I ordered a double, and and uh, like, "You can order doubles," and I was like
3: i'll
0: teach you how to adult dude i was crushing specialty cocktails that whole time like they had like their list of like you know house cocktails that's wherever i go if i'm gonna have a drink at a place i'm going to like their named cocktails like the ones Mm -hmm. that they named or whatever and i was just i was chugging you know like the donkey kong mule or you know like whatever it is that they had as like their specialty cocktail i was all over it so don't you worry buddy I was taking full advantage of that well, it's full a good bar party. situation
2: and i think one of the reasons why it's good is because we have that rsvp list and the rule for it was is basically like i have to know you like each individual person had to direct message me on discord or come up to me personally well you had to come to me personally pretty much to get your uh your wristband uh vivian vouched for a handful of people as well um but i had to know you in order to invite you in now i'm not an excellent judge of character but At the very least, I had to know you and know kind of what you were connected to. And the thing that I've noticed growing up is that in the world, it seems that it's about somewhere between 30 and 40 percent just straight up assholes. And those people can completely ruin a party. Mm -hmm. And my party was pretty much all nerds, like all like VR nerds. Right. I mean, there are people that are cool, but you're still nerds, you know. Uh, Like, Talon is probably, like, one of the most built and best-looking people at the VR conventions, and he carries around his custom Dungeons & Dragons dice, and he will show them to you. (laughs) Okay? So, like, I mean, these are good people. These are people that aren't going to, you know, they're not starting fights. They might get drunk, but they're not, like, you know, hitting on anybody or anything like that. Like, they're all just being cool and professional. So you can have, like, a really fun party that way. And it's very important to do that, to just, like, keep people who are extremely negative (laughs) and toxic. Yeah. Out of the party, if you yeah. can. I, I don't like excluding people, but uh, you know. I was that, walking around was with kind of my Mortal Kombat
0: 2 skills. I, I was mm-hmm. I was willing to show anybody who wanted to see them my Mortal Kombat 2 skills. Everybody <laughs> wanted to play
2: Killer Queen. <laughs> oh, I fucking love <laughs> oh, that's Killer Queen. It's a great game, man. I love Killer Queen.
0: I was I definitely got in on a handful of those matches too. It dude, Killer Queen is like insanely fucking good. It it if, if you've never seen it go look for it and yeah if it's, it's, it and haven't played there's it, a, a there.
1: version called killer queen black on steam that you can play um it's not you know it's not the same as being on an arcade no. machine and screaming at all the people the arcade next to you. experience is the way to go yeah for sure yeah, yeah. it's I think amazing the
2: first time i played a game like that that i thought had legs was uh the uh, pac-man battle royale game i really oh, enjoyed yeah. that game oh, and then yeah. when i heard about yeah. killer queen i was like oh these guys are brilliant <laughs> yeah <that's laughs> and then stuff. i never got a chance to play it i just watched everyone else playing it and i was like oh this is Killer Queen smart. is so sick.
0: If just to just to just to throw it out there, people, Killer Queen is a ten-player arcade game, which is a it's it's a two D game and this it's a static screen, almost kind of looks like uh, Smash Bros with like a lot more um, platforms on it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a team game where a team of five takes on another team of five. Each are on an arcane cabinet themselves that has five joysticks on it so you've got five people and cup holders all crammed with (laughs) cup holders all crammed on one thing against the other five all crammed on one thing and the two teams are battling it out and there are a few different win conditions that you can try to achieve together Mm -hmm. it is so much fun if you are Mm -hmm. at a bar and you see killer queen there just grab your friends and play it and you will have a blast i promise very so fun. good. I've,
2: so good. I've always thought for like team-based games that that's the best mechanic you could have is multiple ways to win, so that like if you're up against one wall and you can't beat the team that way, you can go this way. Mm-hmm. The first time I experienced that was uh, Onslaught in Unreal Tournament 2003, and then later on, uh, the way they handled capture points or um, or sometimes even payload events for a TF2, that they'd make sure pretty much all the maps had multiple paths that you could use to get to victory. Mm-hmm. And I always I always felt like that, that's just a much needed mechanic you know, path of least resistance. It's uh, so good. Plenty like, of other something. people would do that. But mm-hmm. I still think um, up until I saw Killer Queen, the best implementation, I thought, was what they did for Onslaught 2003. And Killer Queen, I thought, did a, like a master class on how to build something that does that. And mm-hmm. I want to see more team-based games that do that. Same. Because I mean, you know, there's one of one of the win conditions
0: is, is there's a contested snail that starts in the middle of yeah. the screen you just ride and the snail. you ride it to <laughs> your side. And it's, it's moves slowly, and like it's not something that's insanely pressing, right? Like, if you see an enemy jump on it and start moving it, you've got, you're, you're filled with all these other ideas. So you might not jump on that immediately, but all of a sudden it'll be like getting closer. So, like, now everything switches. Like, before we were working on the economy win, but now this guy's really close on the snail. So now we all have to switch to some defense, and it's just like, tactics on top of tactics melting together and changing on the fly and uh, it all happens on one screen and yeah it's on one screen and it's with 10 you got a lot of information you have to absorb which
2: is what i i think that distills down to its point about what's fun about gaming is that you have to absorb all of the stimuli and quickly figure out the problem Uh, and you don't have a lot of time to think and that's the point is that um you're playing the video game because you would prefer not to think and what's really brilliant is that that flow state that you get into where your brain is just doing its thing without thinking getting in the way you get in there a lot easier if you're drinking alcohol Suspect suspect programmers have known that forever <laughs> yeah um and so <laughs> you put that sucker in a barcade and you've got yourself a recipe for fun
0: amen hey and you know what else is fun Drink um, which we were surprised with actually is space Slurpees, which is a brand oh, new yes. VR game it just came out and yes. skiba just dropped a code in the chat for this brand new game space I did slurpees. I did
1: for anyone you know not to go off topic here but for anyone that doesn't know what space slurpees is there's uh it's it's a game that is kind of like the old nokia game snake do you remember that and game? You, know, you know you know what's yeah. closer yeah. To, to
0: those they didn't, they didn't invent Snake. Right. <laughs> slither right. io dude it's oh like yeah slither io
1: yeah yeah totally so so very similar to both of those games but implemented in vr and in a really fun way it also has multiplayer which is super awesome Um, I definitely, you know, I think this game released at $6 and 99 cents and I, for that price, I recommend this thing all friggin' day long, all day long. This is such a, it's a fun game and it's one of those games where you go in and you play, right? And you're like, okay, all right, this is all right. And then, and then you die and you're like, I have to, I have to, I have to go again. And then it's like a sick cycle where you just have to keep playing this game. It's like really addictive. Well, I'm going to
0: play it after the show, actually. As soon as we're done with this stream, we're going to play it and film some because it's also live-enabled, as you can see here on the trailer, which is pretty sick. So we've got this huge uh, spaceship that is g- not green. We're in a green room, all right. And we're gonna do some mixed reality footage, I think, after the you're show. You're on for a spaceship. This. Yeah, I know. I don't. I don't want to break the immersion here for everyone, but. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Who you're talking some people said that, that this looks like a spaceship. So. Dude, like, God, it kind of does. Yeah. That yeah, looks so yeah. fucking sick. I still yeah. cannot I believe it have, like, that it's real.
2: Rumble one in the background. <laughs> the sci-fi spaceship rumble. Dude, your your set is the best. Yeah,
1: it's pretty legit, yeah, it's man. Fun. It's it the is is best. pretty legit. Yeah.
2: I can tell you where to buy those. Mm. It's cool. really funny. I, another streamer, actually, uh, when I he, we when I had that conversation with him about this stuff being real, I switched to the second camera, but I realized that I actually snapped the adapter off when I was scrambling through here for stuff for the uh, Texas freeze. So I looked at it, I just see like this little piece of metal hanging out of the second camera, and I was like, Oh, oh well, bummer! I'll have to order another one of those. Oh, that's a bummer. <laughs> is it, uh, is <laughs> it oh no, hot no it's, in just, it's Texas, just a little yes, cable, like the five-dollar cable. Is it hot there yet? But, huh? Is it hot there yet? Yeah, yeah, it's in the 80s now. It's getting hot here, dude
1: yeah it is it's you know high 90s almost hit 100 the other at? day yeah arizona we're in the desert arizona so right. yeah but y'all got y'all got yeah. ac2
2: out there right or y'all even oh, swamp yeah. coolers in there hell right? to the or no dog no AC, it's mostly mang.
1: yeah real real ac yeah yeah,
3: <laughs> yeah.
2: we run because we, it's 100 percent humidity out here in houston so oh, we run yeah. ac all day long um as a matter of fact i don't real realize how bad we run our ac until uh, i was being flown around for a lot of the um eSports stuff. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it'd be in other countries where they would, like, go real sparing on the AC. Or I would even just go through, like, O'Hara in Chicago and they're, like, going real sparing on the AC. And then I step off the plane in Houston International Airport and my skin hurts because it's so cold. <laughs> even though it's <laughs> July. And then I'll go out to the parking lot and they have these, like, m- this massive hole in the bu- on the wall where you would expect sliding doors to be, but they never close because there's people there. And just, just this wall of cold air is pushing out of the building. And they're like, no, we're fine. And I'm like, why do we do this? And why don't these other places like... We're an energy producer. I forgot about that. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> just got all this extra energy, so just burn on the AC. Let's just burn it. Screw it. <laughs> Until you don't, <laughs> evidently. <laughs> Until you don't,
0: indeed. But fuck it. We'll be dead by then. So who cares? Oh, let's well, <laughs> <was just> <laughs> burn this breeze, bitch at man. both There's ends. no
2: power to speak of. I built a lean-to up against my freaking um, fireplace. Oh, but my I, um, gosh. I'm an old Boy Scout, so I, I knew what I was doing. Well, that's <laughs> nice. good. That's nice. good.
3: So, nice. man,
0: this is like... You know, we took a couple of weeks off, you know, but honestly, like there has been so much shit just in the past couple yeah. of days. days, yep. like all kinds of shit happening in yep. the VR space in just the cu- in the past couple of days. Yep. And I feel like, I mean, I'm just going to bounce the ball right into your court. Like, where sure. Should, where, where should we be right now?
1: Well, you know, first of all, we talked about, we talked about space slurpees. We got, which, which you guys should check out. We dropped a code into chat. We'll be dropping some more codes. Also, we're going to do a giveaway on Twitter. We're going to do a giveaway in the discord. So Check out all those spots for lots of free space slurpy stuff. Um, but another great game that came out for the quest is a game called Swarm. And this game, it's, oh man, it's so much fun, man. I, I think about this game a lot. Um, it's, it's you have grappling hooks. So everyone knows I love grapple tournament in, in the show, right? I love that game. This game, you have a grapple in both hands um, and you swing around and you take out enemies and it's almost like... It's almost like Galaga mixed with like Spider-Man with guns. Um, it's really, really cool. It's a it's a super fun game. Um, I highly, highly recommend this game as well. Um, I mean, in one day we got a couple really great releases for games between Space Slurpees and Swarm. Mm-hmm. I, I oh yeah, look at that Spider-Man, Spider-Man with, with guns. guns. It, it says right on the thing. That's good. It <laughs> is what it is. I mean the fact yeah. the
0: thing that like really gave it an the vibe for me is just the two handed um grappling you know
3: yeah like, like yeah. that's the spider-man windlands yeah. yep yeah the two yeah.
0: Wind.
1: yeah very windlands too yeah for sure for sure but I, I really like the swing i like the swinging a little bit better in this game than i do in windlands i like how so so you can grab you know you can shoot both your grappling hooks and you can pull and you can create tension on the lines and kind of like fling yourself um in different directions and it's it's just super super fun um, and with all the motion in this, I, I feel like they did a pretty good job uh, uh, making it so you don't get motion sickness because you are flying through the air at mm-hmm. in incredible speeds. They right?
2: really got the motion sickness thing pretty licked, don't they? Yeah. Remember how tough it good. was for them back in 2016?
1: I do. <laughs> I do, man. I remember a couple times thinking I was going to yak.
2: And you know, I you, remember the, uh, a lot the of the people guys mentioned who did Lone Echo or like that because they were they oh. told you can't do a space game. And then they oh. did that. And Jason Rubin mm. was checking out their demo. and Jason Rubin was like, why am I not sick? yeah yeah they discovered a bunch of things that are now industry standard yeah those
1: guys are great man ready at dawn, fantastic i'm really looking forward to lone echo too but uh swarm here i would i would say to anyone in the chat that you're going to have a blast playing this and i do hear that there is uh multiplayer co-op and um pvp i think maybe it's just pvp i'm not sure but there is some multiplayer coming to this game uh, post-launch for in a post-launch update so i think i think co-op would
0: be the way because i think so too this really like we mentioned yeah. galaga like straight up this shit is galaga yeah. yeah like if you've ever played galaga like it's as these things are spawning into your space you're like trying to get them right away you know like i I love galaga actually like i would play galaga right now if we had it here yeah it's a great game i think it's it's awesome Mm -hmm. and i when i I, when i realized it's like high score based right it's like get on top of it like get a good combo going like Mm -hmm. what's the most efficient way to clear this area there's a lot of that going on in here as you're flying around yeah
1: with a lot of things that are trying to kind of mess with you and and keep you off the main main you know topic of what you Mm -hmm. should be shooting there's other things following you and trying to kill you um, as you're swinging around, you can't touch the ground, so you have to make sure that you don't you don't uh, miss with your grappling shots. It's really a lot of fun, man. It, it's I have a blast with this game. I go into it pretty often.
0: Mm-hmm. So and by the way, there's a few people who look like they might be organizing a little Space Slurpees action after the show. Ooh, join yeah! The, join the Between Realities Discord because we're interested. You know, like I said, oh, hell I'm, yeah. I'm planning on on filming some of this after the show. So jump into the Between, uh, between Realities Discord if you guys want to join us for a match. And uh, maybe we'll get a multiplayer game going. Oh, by the way, um, recently Skiva added a like a whole like bot system or whatever to our our Discord. And now mm-hmm. there's like leveling tiers and shit. Like as you comment and as you post in there, you gain levels. And we have plans on giving away some Between Realities merchandise mm-hmm. as prizes if you mm-hmm. are active in our Discord. And we haven't exactly figured out what that's going to be. If no,
1: not. but it's they're going to be good. You know, we'll, we'll do some Between Realities merch. We'll do some games and i think for high enough levels maybe maybe like a quest or something is what i'm thinking yeah fuck you know yeah if you hit, so, yeah
0: if you get to level 1000 in our fucking discord or like right? 100 or whatever yeah. just show up okay come to the discord and start saying <laughs> shit <laughs> Um, all right, so <laughs> what else do we got, dude? So I guess we should say game-focused here, right? Because Population 1 right now is pop- Ooh, yes. it's popping the fuck off, right? It is,
1: man. Population 1 is 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 doing really well. They keep, like, updating this game with more and more stuff, and it's just like, I can't
0: believe it. So <clears> now <throat> you can go inside the tower. They open you this can. thing up, and you can go inside the tower and duke it out. And I haven't done this yet, but Skiva went in there, and apparently... It's a goddamn bloodbath up in there.
1: It of is. So, so, each, <laughs> so each time that you go into we this game. We all knew game, it was a trap. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So each time you go into this, in, each time you do a, a round, right, there's three power cubes that will be inside of the tower. Now, the tower isn't the entire uh, tower because the thing is huge, right? So it's about three stories of this tower, and there's three cubes inside every time you go in. And if you can get in there and get those cubes, uh, you'll earn different skins for different guns and for different um you know for different player character skins and it's really super awesome but you go in there and like everyone's in there trying to get the cubes and just to make a run in there and grab cubes is really tough sometimes so it's super funny i remember uh la- last night we jumped in for a few and everyone in the lobby got together and they're like okay tower truce All right everyone go in <laughs> get your cubes and no one's gonna kill each other and everyone went in you know waving their hands it was so funny man but usually you go in there and there's just people camped all over the place trying to destroy you and you're trying to get those cubes and it's it's super fun it's super fun they oh, did so a great uh, job they
2: did the they did a the cube like they did for the other ones where they're like same cubes. side so everybody can yeah. grab the same cube yeah right. yeah, yeah exactly they're so the you same
1: can cube. it okay yeah you can everyone goes in you grab the cube but the cube remains for the rest of the players so, yeah. yeah, Sean from rendered
0: weird. reality sneaking in here. looks like he was trying to grab some cubes last night. What's mm. up, Sean. Good to see you. Dude. What's up, buddy? How um, are you? So we mm-hmm. didn't you you were mentioning to me, though, that like y- if you die or whatever, you don't get it.
1: No, no, no. So so I mean, if you die before you get the cubes, then you don't you don't get any. Oh, right? right. But but if you go in and you grab a cube and you die, you do get I, that. Yeah, I get one. You do get one. Yeah. Okay, well, so weird. if you but they're kind of scattered and each time you go in there, they're in a different place. I but so you don't know where they're going to be and you got to run around for a little while and find them while you're trying to avoid death
0: wow right so i, so it's I, I good bet time. you because it's i mean i i it, people must be in close quarters in there then are, are just like katana city and like knife city up in this bitch like first thing you do everything in there, knife, knife everything comes. i
1: mean people are whipping zone grenades in there people are like camping right above the doors are when you come in there? just shooting down at you there's no weapons in this so you got to you got to get your weapons before you go in, or you just go right for the tower, try to run in there, grab your cubes, and hope no one comes in guns ablazing, right? So they did it. It's a really good mechanic. I, 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 at first I was like, yeah, you know, I don't know, but then I went in, and people really are. It's hard to go in there and get those cubes. Is there well, the, the brilliance yeah. is, is
2: that now everyone isn't just dropping on cemeteries?
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right? Cemetery, That's cemetery, yeah. and the tower. Yeah, so people aren't caring about winning right now. Everyone's trying to get the cubes, right? That's the, like main objective. So it is if you do don't care about the cubes, it's actually a little easier to win because everyone's destroying each other in in the tower.
0: So is this like a beehive where there's just like one entrance and like they're all kind no, of? No, there's
1: multiple going? entrances on each side of the tower, and there's also entrances on the second floor where you Up can smash through the glass and kind of break in. So you never know where people are going to be coming in, and just you know destroying everyone it's super fun man they just big box is doing a fantastic job you know supporting this game and adding new game modes and making it so i want to go in over and over and every time i put this frigging game down and I pick up another game, there's another reason for me to pick it back yeah. up and get really hooked on they it. Keep
2: pulling me back in. Oh, I dude, would like to seriously. see them turn on war mode while they have this tower thing on. Yeah. War mode would look good in the tower.
1: Yeah. And they do have, they did bring back the custom, uh, the, the private, private lobby. server, the, the private lobby beta. And I think it might have just been for yesterday, but I'm not sure. So, yeah. But anyway. Um, I mean, I it's think great. Private, great.
0: private servers is is I think I mean especially the, in VR time. like yeah. that is that is the way to have like, yeah. a great time in a multiplayer game. It's like sure. get your peeps and get in there together. Yeah. Like, that is yeah.
2: And, yeah. and that it's, would be great with war mode too. How you have esports tournaments of any kind. Without right. it you can't literally can't do it. Right? Straight up. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> Straight exactly. Up. So we are it's hoping.
1: Yeah. And we are hoping we're gonna be doing some some uh some esports you know um uh tournaments here coming up soon and hopefully we're work, trying to work with big box to get get some stuff rolling here. Uh, and Cyber Shoes as well. Um, Also, guys, go down in the description. There is a Cyber Shoes giveaway right now uh, for the full kit with the shoes, the chair, the carpet, everything. Go down there and check it out. Click the button, enter to win, and uh, yeah, you'll have fun getting some exercise. It's a good time.
0: Cyber Shoes kit yep. is is worth it, a, just for the fucking stool alone. That's
1: a lot of people say I want it just for the stool. Dude, the Cyber Shoes
0: <laughs> stool is so good. It it's is good. so high quality.
1: Like it the is. thing spins and the carpet. Forever, the little carpet. Even if you just want to put it on the ground and that's your place space, and mm-hmm. you know when you're stepping off the carpet, there's each part of this kit is is it's, awesome it's quality yeah man. it is it's really it quality. is quality
0: and and yeah. i and as i always say the the cyber shoes are best used in conjunction in my opinion yeah. with regular locomotion yeah you yeah, it's your sure. choice when you decide you want to kick your feet in and those moments are i, I feel like a kid in those moments you know where all of a sudden yeah. i realize i have to like run across like open fire area <laughs> i'm like oh shit, here we go <sighs> you know i just like put my feet into it it's really fun yeah. so it is. It's good. a
1: good time. It's a good time. You get some exercise, you get your blood pumping, you know, I uh, burn some calories at the same time as you're playing video games. Yep. So anyway, you know? win one for anyway, free yep, in the fucking description free. below. Lots of lots of good stuff going on. Um, you know, we will, you know, it's great it's great for population 1 cuz you get to run and then jump off stuff and fly and then hit the ground, start running again. So it's good. Uh, it's not compatible with the Quest version just yet, but we're working on
0: getting that working. So them. In other hardware news, yes, there was a, a teaser today from our favorite teasing fucking yes, VR company there out was there, HT Sizzle. There was, yes. HTC, they are they came out with us and uh, they're like, Hey, guess what everybody? We're done with these accessories. Like, yep. here's your new teaser. And I think we've got it up on the screen now. Now that
1: the accessories are out of the way, let's get down to business, it says. And we
0: have a, a of course, cryptic image of the top of a VR headset, which I we think, think... We think is all, the top of a VR headset. That's absolutely what this yeah, is. I think so, too. And there is a camera lens, of course, sitting up there pretty to indicate that it is inside-out tracking. Yes. Uh, which...
1: I don't know, should have been their their number one selling point here since their inside-out tracking on the Cosmos was an absolute dumpster fire. (laughs) Right? So I don't think this is where I would have initially set my stuff, but we all know how the marketing department at HTC is. Well, that, and I mean it kind
0: of, you know, the Cosmos was a wired headset, right? But at this point, I think you know, people assume inside-out tracking almost alludes to the idea that it's standalone, right? Yeah, these guys are definitely going to go standalone. That's that's the only thing. I mean, they've already confirmed it was, That's they've been working on something yeah. like that. so
1: poo- Yeah, their they're, they're CEO uh, did. Did yeah. you
0: see this image?
2: Uh, I don't think I've seen this one before, but I've had conversations with uh, people at HTC and Sony and everybody else in the uh, space that were trying to put out uh, standalone headsets. And when Facebook announced their uh, initial price point, and then again when they announced their Quest 2 price point, uh, they were all off the record uh, very much complaining about that price. Oh yeah, like, you know, for sure. way to compete at that. That's heavily subsidized. They're all mad. And I was like, well, you know, Facebook, kind of Facebook. Yeah, man. Yeah, <laughs>
1: absolutely. You know, and so, so it's not that they're able to necessarily sell this thing at a at a uh, at a profit, right? Facebook, I'm talking about. They are. Mm-hmm. They are losing money, but at the, but where they're making up on that money is where they sell your data, right? They collect your data, they sell it, they create these 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 hyper crazy uh, profiles about you, right? And that's where they're making their money on this. So for other companies well, like HTC that that don't have uh, a business model of selling data, right, they have to get the money from the sales. You know what I mean? So this is not going to compete in price range. I wouldn't imagine with uh, Quest.
2: I've, I've I've been in on these uh, conversations. The the actual plan uh for how they're pricing stuff is actually to cement themselves the store basically they wanted their store to be the scheme of vr so to speak and then that's where they plan on making the money they're like Uh. everybody has one of these headsets and everybody's using the Oculus store that's also why they don't make it like cross compatible or super easy for people to use other stores Mm -hmm. that's the the Mm -hmm. entire point it's like if everyone is just using the Oculus store then uh we make all our money off licenses how consoles work consoles they don't uh it's not Exactly like how iTunes and Steam work, but there's traditionally all these licensing fees that are the same concept, that they mm-hmm. all take a cut of every game yeah. sold, and yeah. they take their losses on the actual console. And so that's the model that Facebook, or more precisely Oculus at the time, they made mm-hmm. that decision, they just run it by them it to make sure it's okay. Yeah. But that was the, that was the plan. It's like, we have all this extra money that Facebook will give us that we can use to subsidize this to set up our future, which is that we have this, everybody using these consoles, and we take our cut on sales. The thing sure. is that the games don't quite exist at the level they need to yet, but they will, and so this is sort of like a chicken and egg problem, and that's yeah, right. the problem that they were working to solve. Yeah. I did not think that they would be able to talk the powers that be all the way down to a three hundred dollar price point. I did not <sighs> I think that it's was going to happen. So it's I was like, I I knew that they, I knew that that was a possibility, but I was like, surely because it is. Facebook says yes to a lot of stuff, but they say no to a lot of stuff too. Yeah. And so, I just, I just didn't think it was gonna happen. So when I made that announcement, I was like, oh, people keeping secrets from me. <laughs>
3: well,
0: Skiva, for a while now, you've been saying that the reason why HTC can and maybe will survive here is because of their fucking yeah. platform. Absolutely,
1: man. They have the ecosystem. They have the servers. They have a store. They have Viveport, right? Like someone like Pico is gonna have a harder time getting nothing. into the game because they're working on creating this store, but it's not, you know, but Vive, man, they have a great store right now. They have a great ecosystem. And if you could buy a headset and pay a Vive port infinity fee, and then all of a sudden you have all these games that you can play in your headset. I mean, right there, that's a huge competition. That and the fact that you don't need a Facebook account. So, I mean, I think right away, they're going to have a lot of sales on this headset, whether their tracking is is up to Oculus standards or not. Just the fact that you don't need a Facebook account i mean is is huge it's to a lot it's, of people to a lot of people
2: it's funny that's so. actually why they had to come up with viveport and why facebook, uh, no, facebook why valve ended up making their own headset you remember valve famously did not want to make a headset because mm-hmm. like the hardware game is a loss leader they like can't make a lot of money in doing that mm-hmm. and uh so they partnered with htc uh, and gave them all this technology they're like how hey, you guys do it and they're like yeah. okay and then htc were you know they were losing their shirt on it and they're like well you know uh, we're making this headset. We're not making a lot of money on it, and the money is in the stores. And Valve is just basically getting all the money off the stores that mm-hmm. I haven't invested in the hardware. Mm-hmm. And so HTC does Viveport, and Valve is like, huh, oh, not so fast. So then they started making their own headset, and that's how they split up over it. But right, that's that's right. the thing. I, Valve was basically trying to get a free dinner. Yeah. Well, you know,
1: HTC also cool. had <laughs> had a terrible customer service. Right? They would hold customers' headsets hostages. You know, you'd, you'd You'd send in your headset and be like, oh, this isn't working. And they'd be like, okay, well, it's either going to be $300 to fix it or $60 to get your headset back. Right? Unless you're
2: a streamer, right?
1: Right, unless you're a yeah. streamer, exactly. <laughs> you get exp- so, There's a whole expedited
2: yeah. process if you can prove, like, literally any kind of public-facing yeah. usage, which is like you have a big uh, Reddit thread about the bad customer service. That'll yeah. do it. Yeah. Uh, you're a popular <laughs> yeah. streamer. You're, like, the number one or number two team in an eSports league. There's lots of ways to get around it. Yeah, uh, but, but it you is, know, it's it is unfortunate
1: that, that they treated their customers like that. And I think that was one of the reasons, too, that Valve was like, eh, maybe we'll do it ourselves because you guys are treating our customers like garbage and people are walking away and going over to Oculus.
2: I, I would love to take Valve's side on that one because I've mm-hmm. been a loyal customer there for a while, but having been on the inside of business decisions, they, that was literally purely because the uh, the ViPort is mm. small. And that makes sense. They're, they, they do like, have an don't incredible want you competing ecosystem. with our product. We're right. not making a product competing with yours. And they're right. like, well, no, we're gonna make a product competing with yours. Well, and now and, I feel and, like and, I have HCCC to- But HTC had no choice. They had yeah. to do a store because they were gun. They were losing their money. They're yeah. Like,
0: Now I feel like I have to bring
2: up the question too. like right now we're kind of
0: having this conversation, like almost assuming that this is a consumer product and you know, and there's a, a comment on that Twitter thread that raised my eyebrow and they're like, okay, well there they are. They're saying it out in the open time to get down to business. A.K.A. Enterprise, <laughs> you know, and it's mm. like, ooh, like, all right, like they've I, actually
2: had really good success with enterprise facing uh, HMDs, like selling vibes for uh, I think BMW bought above Porsche for a showroom sponge. People were buying their headsets for enterprise usage, especially yeah. because Oculus, they weren't really focusing on the enterprise side. And while they had released enterprise licensing tools they were impossible to use and it was always just mostly vaporware. And lots of people in the, yeah. uh, the arcade space, for example, and people use them for various enterprise products and Oculus is just unusable. Yeah. So it's been duking it out. Which between, is crazy. Uh vibe how, and how audio has also been in that space.
1: How how is it that Oculus doesn't have a really good business solution right now? That's
2: that's so it's weird. Not, to me. It's you not it's not their goal. Right. It's not worth it for them. Their goal right. their goal is to get is Consumers. volume. So they're doing yeah. basically the Walmart model, which is we need to get a whole crap ton of sales and make a little bit of money versus making a lot of money on a little bit of sales. Yeah. That's the mentality. Yeah, but you get, you get
1: people it. also used to VR um, by companies. You go to work, you put on a VR headset, you're more opt, I think, to maybe, maybe do so at home because now you have seen the technology, you've been blown away by it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can go home now and buy your, you know, a, a Quest for 299 if you want. Yo, yeah, I, we tried you know, to explain that. Game,
0: Gamertag <laughs> uh, VR it, in the chat wants to know your views on the whole Facebook, Oculus, like, data thing, you know? I mean, because there's, first of all, there was a news thing that you, I think you were getting ready to queue up. Yeah. Fucking data, let us. The,
1: they
3: Facebook let a shitload of data.
1: Yeah, like five hundred and thirty-three million mm-hmm. Facebook user accounts, phone numbers, addresses, everything. All leaked. this
0: shit. So there's that, yeah. but I mean, phone as book, a, as, as beta, a whole, yeah. you know, I guess you can you can respond <laughs> yeah. to this thing specifically, but as a whole, where do you stand on Facebook's position in
2: this in this industry, and you know, do you hate it as much as Giva? <laughs> um, yeah, I'm not a big Facebook hater. They do make a lot of mistakes, but I understand some of the decisions they make. Some of the decisions they make is like, okay, you're were, you were being a dick on that one. But I, I'm, I'm a more complex, like, world is gray kind of guy. I try not to, like, just jump right in and say, like, everybody's negative. Mostly because I've worked with these guys, and I know the people that work there. Uh, they started, when I was first working with them, they had, like, I think 14 or 15,000 people. And this is, like, pre-election. And then when it came out that, you know, bad actors were literally using their platform to spread misinformation, they went on a hiring spree and they went up to forty-five thousand people, wow. literally just trying to develop algorithms to deal with these bots that were flooding their system with misinformation. Well, the problem is is they're trying to police two point three billion people. Yeah. And so it's That's it's tough. become it's it's a cat and mouse game they can't win. They they didn't realize that there was a war being waged with misinformation. And that the Department of Defense is not doing it. Instead, the Department of Defense just came to them and says, hey, it's your problem to deal with it. Mm -hmm. And so they're like having to build the weapons to deal with it. But the problem is, is people are getting caught in collateral damage. These are people who keep posting on Reddit that they got banned from Facebook and lost their account. Mm -hmm. That's a whole other debacle. So their bots are trying to figure out who's fake and who isn't. The problem is, is the people that run bot networks, they're better at not looking fake than a person who isn't fake. And then once their systems get caught, They're also better at playing the game on Reddit and Twitter and what have you, saying, oh, I I got blocked, blah, blah, in order to get their system unblocked. So Facebook, when they keep getting hosed by these people playing the social engineering game, they start saying, okay, well, then we're going to do like a high school does when they get screwed. There's like zero tolerance, and zero tolerance is never a good idea. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And so it becomes this huge debacle, and that that all became this massive debacle because they were looking for places to cut money because of the heavily subsidization of headsets. And they were like, well, wasting all this time trying to have security professionals do double duty over at Oculus to uh, secure the accounts and uh, set up authentication routines and integrate with everything. Let's just merge it with the Facebook thing and we have our regular high-end security team handles the login routine. And -hmm. everybody's like, this is a great idea. And no one says, well, see, we actually have new rules and stuff that we're developing that's actually going to screw your guys. Like no one mentioned that in any freaking meeting until everything was merged in and it was causing problems and it was too late to go back. Yeah, and they're just so it's rocking a hard place and Facebook, uh, as like a matter of course, and this is pretty much any publicly traded company, uh, they are unwilling to admit that they've made a mistake. And that's because the second you make a mistake, all the high frequency trading algorithms see that you said that you made a mistake and they think your stock price think's out of control. So you literally can't be honest. Same thing happens with Jeff Bezos. Like, uh, people paint him as like some evil billionaire, but literally, the, the job of CEO is to keep that stock price up. Mm-hmm. And the problem is, is that unless there's a law saying you can't do that, he has to do it. That's Correct. literally yeah. the job. Yeah. And so he's rocking a hard place. And that we don't well, literally he, need to make laws to that you're things, not allowed to do that. That was one of the it's things. An, that, it's annoying. It's yeah,
1: annoying. yeah, it's one of the things that kind of gets me about Facebook. Right. So we're ga- we're we're mm-hmm. trusting them, and we're saying. Well, we're forced to trust them right because we want to play VR and we want to play VR yeah, for yeah, not a billion yeah. dollars and, and and have a you know standalone headset retrospect right? it was a bad idea yeah right but now <laughs> but so now they have all this data on us but what what happens when you know when some nasty old CEO that doesn't give that has zero you know morals or ethics at all buys makes an offer on Facebook they have to sell it according you know because they're their stockholders um, are there and they need a profit, right? That's I mean, that's the main goal of well, publicly if traded your companies. you sell company,
2: the profit ends. And generally, whatever price someone offers you, because they're going to offer you something that's beneficial to them. Right. So you can usually talk your way out of that one in, in any kind of like board meeting unless your company is completely screwed and they have enough stock that they're the ones who can vote sure. on that one. If you have enough controlling stock, like you can vote that down anytime someone tries to buy it. But that is something that actually constantly happens. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mark is. Zuckerberg is just a programmer. He's not some like evil mastermind. But the painting of him as an evil mastermind online and the painting of Facebook as evil is actually, from my opinion, a common thing that you see a lot of old money people do yeah. In order to try to push a CEO out, so they can get their guy in, and then their guy is the one that actually does the the
1: damage. Yeah, things. I've yeah. seen it happen
2: too much. That's what happened to KB Toys, for God's sake.
1: Oh, KB but, um, Toys. Yeah, yeah, totally yeah. It now. happens oh, to a lot of companies, and it's yeah. just it, well, it's,
0: and that's what Steve is talking about. Games play, play and that's what he's levels. talking about. He's talking about that fucking guy coming in yeah. and getting the reins, and then at that point, yeah. are we totally screwed? Like, yeah. yeah. Well,
2: the second, this, yeah, the second you hear that uh, that it's being sold to somebody, and everybody's like, oh wait, this guy, we know this guy. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's the time to be like, well, you know, the headset was fun. It probably the battery's going on it anyway. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but let's... you
1: know, but the unfortunate thing is now all your games. So if you if mm. you have invested into the Oculus ecosystem, you're going to lose all your games, right? Yeah. So it's very hard to be like, ah, oh, no, you know, they're kind of sticking you in there. and silver lining you in, the in my wall. opinion, and mm-hmm. that
2: silver lining is that um, Oculus, even though initially they did try to break this, they did not break the ability for you to stream other VR games directly to your headset. Right, which is weird yeah. to me. They I, I wanted wonder why. To, they did, and and we were like, no, no, not so fast. But they wanted to break yeah. that. They wanted to completely lock you into their store, and you don't. I was actually very surprised that Google with, uh, God, what is their their game streaming platform, Tango, or something like that?
1: Oh, uh, Scadia. Stadia, yeah. Stadia. Mm-hmm.
2: I, I guess because they really couldn't get it to work right. Yeah. But if they had got that to work right, and they had people with capable... Um, Internet and stuff, Wi-Fi solutions yeah. and internet in their house, they could literally virtualize and stream uh, PC VR games directly to your Quest 2 headset and completely cut Facebook out of any of the uh, money from mm. it. That sounds great. Could have done that. That they sounds great. figure the technology part of it out. Yeah, that sounds like a
0: solution to me.
2: Yeah, but but, but so Facebook but, came but out and said Elon no. With Elon Musk's uh, Starlink, yeah. the kind of speed they'll get there, and if they get the Wi-Fi solutions uh, sorted out, it could actually work.
1: Yeah. Yeah, but Facebook came out and they added in uh, something to the terms of service that says there is now no cloud streaming allowed. So anyone with you know those clouds, they know they're they're smarter than them. They got there first. Yes, (laughs) and their clouds, you know, there was there was a few. I'm trying to remember what they were called, right? But there's a few cloud streaming services that people were signing up for, putting virtual desktop streamer on on you know the cloud server, and then you can play PC VR games. Um, Now Oculus has cut all of that out, um, but they have said. That you can stream games as long as it's a physical machine that you own within your home, right? And you can't uh, you can't do it off a of cloud service anymore. And, and it makes me wonder, right? Is that are they just trying to cut out all of those services? Do they have something coming themselves. I mean, that's I can't TiVo, imagine right? that's that a TiVo they don't. Model, actually, yeah, but that's
2: what they did with TiVo. Uh, yeah. because there were a lot of people that would let you stream TV shows that you recorded it into like they didn't call it the cloud back then, but you could record it offline or somebody did, and then you could get it later. And they sued their pants off. And then TiVo came out and says, all right, well, here's a DVR. You have a machine locally in your house that recorded the uh, broadcast that you legally have the right to view, mm-hmm. and you can view it later. And there wasn't anything they could do about it. But that opened the door for what eventually became the streaming services we all see. Yeah. So they are stemming the tide uh, that the, the, they won't end up winning that tide. However… If they look at uh, what happened to Blockbuster and other people and like RIAA, I imagine Facebook's not so stupid to say, OK, well, obviously this is going to happen so we can either get out in front of it or get rolled over by it. So the, the question is not if they're working on cloud stuff, it's when they'll have it out. Right.
1: I, and I, I agree. You know, I could imagine. Um, then we'll
2: have those Ready Player One headsets.
1: <laughs> yeah, buddy. Absolutely. I can imagine a day where where, you know, all of these games are not stored on a local uh, on local memory on your headset and they're just streaming off of, you know, really badass servers over on, you know, Facebook or whoever it is, is, uh, you know, headquarters where they have, you know, racks of 3090 graphics cards in there and, you know, you're getting like a premium VR experience. Uh, with Put a mobile under, headset with no PC, right? Yeah, exactly. Well,
0: and to bring one of the, actually, I will go ahead and just say it out. To bring the 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 most underrated console of all time back into the conversation, Which one my we... Wii U is <laughs> sitting at my house. I was going to say Dreamcast. No, no. I'm, <laughs> I, I do love that. the Dreamcast. But no, the, the Wii U is underrated. The Wii U is fucking amazing. It is. It and is. I played the shit out of my Wii U. I but do too. now it's sitting there completely hacked. Totally jailbroken. Yeah. The, the the screen on the Wii U gamepad can be used to play all my emulators. Like the thing is an absolute m- machine yeah. of gaming nowadays. Like I, I love mailed mine it. to my nephew to do that. It's so nice. sick. You can even you can even use an external hard drive to load Wii and Wii U games yep. through the USB on the back. So I have an, an insane Wii and Wii U collection. It is so amazing. I love it. Of all legally obtained games. So. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> eh, whatever. Come Someone on, Nintendo. Fucking come get me. I dare you. <laughs> I <know>. but anyway <laughs> what i want to say here is that i can't help but feel like the quest and the quest 2 are just like a jailbreaking or a hacking away from being yeah. completely blown wide open you know yeah. so we might be using be our on quest GitHub. 2 in in a, in a year or two as that right like right. i do my wii u and i'll just like use that to play all of my
2: super hots and you know H3 well you know, that's how your and, fit work right they were constantly finding jailbreaks. <laughs> oh, oh, man, those yeah, right. those guys your, your got fit, screwed. Your fit was not working in a way that was technically legal. Uh. And uh, they found this gray area, and, then, uh, and Facebook kept patching it. Because what they were finding was security holes in order to do it, because Facebook was refusing to work directly with them to allow them to have access to that because they were gonna also have access to data that they could sell, and Facebook's like, no, 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 we sell data. Yeah. Uh, so it was yeah. just a bit of a back and forth for six. Uh, and, oh, and eventually dude, some developer so at uh, Facebook whose job is to to, in, to invent new features, he just says, oh, you know what? I'll just, instead of come up with my own idea, I'll just rip this idea yep. off. They and, completely
1: and that stole that shit from that guy. And yeah. that's the stuff that really, really bothers me. Not only yeah. are, you con- are you screwing your consumers, but you're also screwing the people who make the stuff for your headset? Why would you do yeah. such a thing? It's
2: completely well, like ridiculous I said, that's not said, That's generally not a leadership decision. That's generally uh, a developer who's in charge of a team that he has a job he has to do, and yeah. he is really and the reason he has a leadership position, because he's really good at lying and cheating and convincing people that he's the good guy. So right? sad. And it just happens. So people yeah. get hosed by that, because they don't have time to like read everything. I tell you, anybody running Oculus, they didn't know what your fit was. Yeah. <laughs> They're too busy trying to figure out how they can fit the, how they can, um, Get the logistics on creating these optics they need, and they need it manufactured in this country that's underwater. Like that's their problem. Don't we so have, when this guy says, "Oh, we're gonna do this fitness tracker," and they're like, "Okay, fine," and they just sign it off. Don't we have six Everybody, everybody says they stole it. Somebody, some PR guy comes and was like, "Hey, someone's always stole this," and <laughs> he's like, "Just send it to legal Let them figure it out." Like just, I don't have time. Yeah, we had some, we
1: six showed interest. He said he would be on the show, and then he just disappeared. So well, I Yeah, no, well, maybe he maybe he'll be a season four guy. Yeah, we're, we
0: will have him. We will have him on this show. Yeah, we'll, he's got we'll, a great maybe, story. Maybe we'll hit him up and like do a bonus episode with him or something. Yeah, you can have good
2: stories, actually. You're talking about like a OC Five when we were there with all those people. Uh, Vivian that was kind of like her idea to like get all these people that we already had and just put jerseys on them. But there was also uh, we we kept hearing stories about people in the VR space about gatekeepers, like all these people that would get in your way if you were trying to do something like your show right there. And I hate people that exclude people. I was bullied my entire life and always excluded from stuff. People find me well obnoxious, so they just push me out of the friend groups constantly. Ah, so not I hate You're Welcome so in I am, our group, we buddy. We love our pune.. Yeah, it's, it's it's fine. I have I have a, I have a tight group of nerd friends that usually it's okay. Uh, <laughs> but the thing is, I've, as a result, I've become anti-exclusionary, anti-gatekeeper. And so anybody who was wanting to do anything, I'm, like, enabling them. I'm sending them graphics, helping them develop their own motion graphics in their uh, OBS. There are people that were doing their own VR eSports tournament leagues. And I was like, I will help you get that off the ground. Like, I'm not going to organize anything. I hate that. It's like, but I will help you do it. I will enable you. I'll give you everything you need. And I just do that hand over fist. And I remember I had run into, at OC5, Thrill, who came over to uh, me and Cutie Pop and Toge. I think we were at some other, like, you know, pre-after parties. This like, early day uh, before, like, the big after party. Mm-hmm. And uh, we were there to meet some people. And Thrill came over to just talk to me. And he was just like, you know, hey, I'm thrilled. This is what I'm doing. And he was, like, really sheepish because he's so used to being basically harangued by the gatekeeper. And he was telling me what's going on. And I was like, we've come to the right place. We're the anti-gatekeeper. I was like, you know. And I was like, here, just give me your thing. Here's the after party. And I was like, you know, I'll send you a jersey. All the thing. V-Respawn right away. And then before we really had a chance to promote him, like, we promoted him, like, a little bit. Before that, he just blew up all on his own. Dude, Thrill's <laughs> amazing. <laughs> Yeah. We're seeing Joey do the same thing right now. I don't know if you remember Joe A. Do you remember him? No. No. He's been making a lot of posts on uh, Twitter. lately. He's really got the comedy, the VR comedy thing figured out. Of just like, you know, doing really fun memeable shots. But I ran into him with a Walking Dead Saints and Sinners tournament with him and Shadow Veins and another player. I can't think of the name right now. But uh, Vivian started this thing called V Respawn Pros where they stream on Twitch. They take pro players and they have them stream on Twitch and then. They will go to their normal Twitch channel and it funnels people over to their channel, their YouTube, and to help, help sort of like an incubator to help build them. Mm-hmm. Well, Joey just pretty much all on his own just started blowing up because he's freaking hilarious. So he's definitely somebody you might want yeah, uh, to have on. I'll be checking form. that out
1: for sure. Yeah, for we sure. should
2: get him. So listen, we... Thrill's impossible to get a hold of. Yeah, it's true.
0: That tough. motherfucker will not respond to anybody. Yeah.
2: Well, you have to... He's told me that... that here, I'll tell you later in a DM the secret... Because I can't see it here, because then the secret will be out and it won't work. <laughs> <Okay>. Fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough. Well, that sounds good. So listen, we we're gonna have to wrap this up pretty soon
0: because oh, damn it. I know. Isn't this crazy? What the hell? So oh yeah,
1: we're in an hour and a half. Boom, what it went. I'm a
0: but but <laughs> I do I do want to ask Punanners one more thing and get a little bit more from him on this matter. Um the first I think like the first time I ever got in front of a camera to like try just like start putting myself into some of this space was responding to a like casting call as a commentator for a game that I played a shitload of at the time called Smite. I'm sure there's some Smite players out there cuz it's a free to play game and it's extremely good. Um so but anyway, I was like, "Oh, commentator. Like I could do that." Like definitely. definitely. Yeah. I could easily do that. So, let's go and I like started kind of doing and I like went to go cast the game, this game that I played religiously. And I got in there and holy shit, casting is hard duh duh da it is <laughs> not easy at all and i'm convinced that when you first get started when you it, first it get started sure i'm still i'm still convinced that this is one of those things that like you either got it or you don't kind of thing you know what i mean and coonanners you and some of your colleagues make it sound effortless like how smoothly the trick, you the guys are able effortless. to just like throw these analytics in and stay right on top of it also Anyway, maybe you can give us a little bit of your perspective on commentating and maybe give some advice
2: to some budding commentators out there. So the tips I always give people is one, obviously it's gonna take a lot of practice, but the first thing I tell people is are you the kind of person that everyone tells you to shut up all the time? Because they can't stand the fact that you never stop talking. Are you that kind of person? If you are, (laughs) this might be the job for you. Your job literally is to fill dead air. I was like, all you have to do is learn some techniques which you can practice. One of those things that I always tell people to go to first is go listen to somebody that is popular, that does well, that you like. And start off by just imitating what they're doing. That's just a thing that you can internally practice. And then add in another person, and add in other little flavors, and then slowly add in yourself. And this gives you a nice base to get started in how to change inflection, how to be excited in appropriate moments, And then uh, when it comes to, like, the analytics on a game, to be able to say, it's very different to play a game than it is to watch a game. And you get a lot of arguments between players. Like, you don't know what you're talking about. It's like, dude, watching you play, I I just see more than you do. And, uh, like, Echo Arena got to the point where literally a good 15 seconds before they scored, just positioning, I was like, yeah, that's going in. Like, I could see it way before they knew it was happening. He's like, you might as well just throw your hands up and give up because it's happening. (laughs) There's (laughs) nothing you can do. I've seen it too many times. And it's just pattern recognition. So there's that. But it's this stream of consciousness. It becomes like a flow state, and at some point your mouth is going, but your brain is over here thinking about something completely different. And your mouth is just doing this. And you're actually kind of just tuning in, making sure your mouth isn't saying anything wrong. <laughs> you're not really paying attention to it. <laughs> but yeah, it's like any other kind of uh, activity. But if you already are a person who gabs a lot, it's really easy. Uh, one of the things that Palador tells me he does is he's been practicing freestyle rapping.
3: And I so uh, that
2: allows him to just you know, uh, helps him work on his improv skills but also help him work on his enunciation and alliteration and what have you. So he can actually be more clean and come up with these like um, nice things on the fly as a result. Hmm. And then, but the big deal is that he's done like a thousand casts and, uh, and and community leagues and what have you. And so that allows him to be really good at practice, practice, practice.
0: Well, I think this is one of those jobs that like, you know, like I said, you either got or you don't kind of situation, but if you do, there is, there are openings for you, right? Like there is, there is a huge shortage of, quality casters especially in the mm-hmm. vr space and i and i think mm-hmm. so like i th- i i would be looking for I, if if this sounds like something you might be into i think there's an opportunity for you out there somewhere so you know i would recommend Taking some of Pooh Nanners' advice, doing some practicing, getting out there and seeing if you can get involved because and you can know, have yeah. at least a semi decent microphone fee. Uh, that <laughs> right, is huge. Right. Yeah, I mean, you don't yeah. have to upgrade yeah. to the Shure X5 million like S- we have here on Bookmap. SM7Bs. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, yeah, good quality stuff helps. Damn it, I don't want to end this show, but we're going to. Uh, right, this dang is way it. too much fun. All right, um, Nanners, dude, you're awesome. We have links yes. in our description to all of your shit. Everybody get down there and click on that stuff and follow this guy, follow V Respawn, and um, let's do this again sometime, dude.
1: Absolutely, man. Gronk. (laughs) Gronk. All
0: right, say goodbye to Poonaners, everyone. Thanks for being on the show, sir. Thank you, man, thanks for having me. All
1: right, we're gonna eject you. you. See you
0: later, buddy. He's gone, and we're probably not gonna waste too much time wrapping this up. Everybody in the chat, you guys are amazing. Thank you so much for being here. <laughs> that's a way he's fucking around off camera, and that's not all right. Um, <laughs> we're going to smoke some weed, and then we're going to play some space slurpees. So give us like 20, 20, 20 minutes or so, yeah, 30 sure. minutes. We can break down in here, and we'll get a little bit high, and then we will meet with you guys in some multiplayer space slurpees. Absolutely. How does that sound? Yeah, join, yeah. And join then, us in our Discord.
1: Yes, and next week... Next week's, we, we you don't want to miss the show, man, because we're going to have Lazius on from VR Essentials. And Lazius is awesome. This dude is, like, one of the best editors I've ever seen. I really, really love his content. So I'm really excited we to chill with him. We are huge fans of Lazius
0: yeah. from VR Essentials. He is a sweetheart. He is yeah. super talented. And he is one of the only people that we know that actually told Facebook to go fuck themselves. So it'll be really fun to get him in the conversation. And, uh, and we're going to ignore Poonanners for the rest of the night. <laughs> Thank you so much, everybody. And we will see you next week for another amazing episode between realities.
1: Bye-bye. <laughs>